On this episode of A Resi Week, Trident IoT launches, Destination Outdoors returns to Cedia Expo 2023, and running your business like a restaurant. All that and more next on Resi Week. The network for the AV industry. What are you listening to? This. This is AV. This. This. This is AV Nation. This is AV Nation. This is Resi Week, episode 394, Montage Moment. Welcome to Resi Week, your weekly wrap-up of all the latest stories and news for the residential side of the AV industry. I don't know where Matt is. I've given up. Uh, I am your host, Mitchell Tulin, here again. Um, and I, I think it's the monkey's paw curling its finger. Somebody told me that I did a good job, and so fate has aligned it. But thankfully, I have a host of people who are a lot smarter than me, actually experts in the AV industry, starting with founder of Control Concepts and host of our very own State of Control, a much better show, Steve Greenblatt. Welcome. Thanks for having me. Thanks. I'm glad to be here. And I am one of those people that's your fan as a host. So I know it's going to be a great show and I'm glad to be part of it. Oh boy, we're, we're in for it. Uh, also with us is Mitchell Klein, Executive Director for the Z-Wave Alliance. Thank you for being here. Hey, Mitchell. It's great to be here with the other Mitchell. Of course, you're the better hair, Mitchell, but that's okay. We'll, we'll deal with that. It's about all I got going for me. And last but not least, Mariusz Malkowski, uh, CTO and founder of Trident IoT, newly minted. Uh, welcome to the show. Hey, thanks for having me. Thank you for being here. Speaking of, uh, this comes from Residential Systems, Trident IoT launches to offer silicon product engineering and certification for connected devices. They're focused on decreasing time to market for these connected device manufacturers, and they're a direct supplier of Z-Wave technology. Post-process Mitch coming in. I forgot to invoke the Bradford rule of explaining any acronym that we use. IoT is short for Internet of Things. You're welcome, Bradford. And since we have one of the founders on the show, I think I'd start with them. So, Mariusz, what brought about this? Um, you, I know that recent or before we had you on when we were talking about Matter, another IoT thing. Um, so, what what are you looking to achieve with Trident IoT for the smart home space? Yeah, thanks for having me again. You actually stole two two of my very important points, right? But I'll I'll, I'll forgive you. I'll forgive you. No worries. I, I can take it. Um, so we are a technology and engineering company focused on delivering IoT solutions. So if you look at the IoT in whole, it's very fragmented, very complicated. Customers very often would come to me and ask, which ecosystem should I play with? Which technology should I use? So we are the we're the technology company that will help you navigate through all that, supply silicon, supply software, firmware, engineering services, as well as what, what makes us very unique will also be a certification house for some of the most known protocols. We already certify Z-Way devices. We're in process of certifying or becoming a certification accredited lab for Zigbee and Matter. And there is probably more that will come down the line. Very good. Uh, so Mitch, as a part of Z-Wave, um, and we said, they're a direct provider. Uh, Trident IoT is a direct provider for Z-Wave chips and modules. Uh, so what does this partnership kind of mean uh, for your side? You know, th there's actually a long history behind this. And, you know, if I go back to 2015, when I first came on board with the uh, Z-Wave Alliance, 
I was like drinking from a fire hose for two weeks and sent to a trade show. Uh, and I had numerous interviews with various press and analysts, and I was attacked pretty much the entire time. What makes me think Z-Wave is going to survive and all kinds of uh, things that have been proven wrong over the years. And I think this is the last piece of the puzzle that gets put together, that, that puts an end to the argument that Z-Wave is a proprietary technology owned by one company, which previously was Silicon Labs and before that was Sigma Designs. And now with Mariusz and his team, which were thrilled to have back, it's like putting the, the, the team back together again. Uh, we're so thrilled to have this because now the last obstacle, uh, at least the perception of the last obstacle is gone. We, we now have multiple silicon providers. We have multiple support opportunities. And by the way, Zeev is thriving and the technology is progressing. So anyway, all you naysayers, pay attention. That's awesome. Uh, Steve, kind of, you're obviously, you're from the programming side. Um, so these kind of systems, like he said, um, it, it's nice and works together, but when it's proprietary, what, how do I say this? There's a lot of standards. You know, the nice thing about standards, there's so many of them. So how does, would something like this help a programmer? How does that uh, function with them? There's a lot. Um, uh, these days, right now, everybody's looking for interoperability. So something like this is just really critical. Uh, it, they, you know, cl clients and, and I come a lot from the commercial side and, and the residential side is a smaller portion of my knowledge and my experience. But but the from the commercial side, it's so critical that that products can work together and be easily swapped out and that when you are working and, and designing a system, you don't have to start over when something has to be replaced. So uh, be able to have some type of standardization and be, be have a confidence in knowing that products are going to work well together is just critical. So, you know, tying them to uh, a, a, a consistent protocol with, whether it's matter or whether, it, you know, and Z-Wave is, is, um, you know, similar where, where you know that these products are meant to work together because they're all subscribing to the same way of communicating. All right. That sounds awesome. And I hope that, uh, I'm looking forward to, uh, what's coming. Uh, so we're now going from the indoors to the outdoors. Um, it's terrible. CDA Expo 2023. <laughs> It's coming back to Denver September 7th through the 9th alongside the newly minted Commercial Integrator Expo, but we're focused on the CI channel here, not the CIX. Confusing. Uh, CE Pro is also returning there, or CE Pro is re reporting that they're returning the Destination Outdoors, a 24,000 square foot arena, providing attendees a firsthand look at the outdoor space and solutions. Uh, the article mentions drapers, custom shades, projection screens, just video walls, having micro LED displays, Coastal Source has some outdoor audio solutions. Uh, Steve, this is an interesting uh, return to the show floor. Uh, it's, you know, usually it's stuck inside a big building um, where only the AV people are, are going to see it. Now it's outdoors. What does that mean um, for this kind of uh, showcase to return? There's a couple of, I think, interesting parts of it. You know, the from the business side, obviously, it gives manufacturers that specialize in this area a chance to really strut their stuff. Uh, you you can't show outdoor products as easily indoors because you're going to lose where they shine and where where what they're intended to be used for and and where what their specialty is. But the other side of it is it gives the 
uh, show for a chance to expand a bit. It, it gives the, the, um, it, it creates some visibility outside people that are passing by can see the technology. It provides a lot more visibility, I think, and, and, um, intrigue to what we're doing as an industry. So, and plus also you get a little bit of fresh air. So I think that there's, uh, there's a lot of upside for this, you know, the business side, as well as for the attendees, it gives you a little bit of, of, of a unique ex trade show experience. Yeah, exactly. Mario, same kind of, uh, question, um, in the, you, I mean, we're in the, you're in the IT space. I don't want to pigeonhole you too much, but the outdoor world is a little different than, than your usual smart home stuff. How much does that change, um, when you're kind of designing that space? Yes, it, it's different, but also it's a little bit of the same, right? But one thing I want to point is the latest advancement in Z-Wave long range, which makes those outdoor installations much easier to do. They will be more robust. The Z-Wave long range employs a range of a mile and a half, so you can easily go outside of the home. You can easily connect sensor devices or actuators where Wi-Fi normally would not reach, right? So um, I would say maybe not this CDA, but the following CDA, I would expect more and more Z-Wave devices being shown there on the sensor side, on the actuator side, on you know lighting side as well. So I'm super excited for the outdoors and that's where the Z-Wave long range works. Hey, Mario, brilliant tie-in, you know, and actually <laughs> think about this, like if you're an exhibitor and you've got Z-Wave long range, you don't actually have to be across the street, right? You can get a much cheaper Correct. suite at one of the hotels down the road or something like that, right? I mean, kind of cool there too, right? And we can still control Z-Wave devices, absolutely, yeah. yeah. You're going to be outside, and given what's been going on uh, these days with, with climate, I think bring your waders with you. You know, flash floods wouldn't be a, a wild surprise. Uh, we'll really get to see how well these outdoor products work in the real world. That's just my guess. Yeah, so I was that was actually kind of going to be my question to you, Mitch. Is that you know, is what's the what is the expansion for that outdoor market? Um, I mean, we're usually focused on smart home, but it's clearly expanding uh, to a different area. Water sensors, absolutely, water leak detectors. Yeah, yeah rain sensors. <laughs> um, well, first of all, outdoors is definitely a room in the home these days. Uh, I mean, that's nothing new. We all we've known this right for a long time, but now we actually have products built specifically for it to enable these outdoors to be the additional home. You know, we've had lanai's in Florida and other things like that, but but now you actually have people putting a lot of uh, effort into even up in the Northeast to creating an outdoor space. And so uh, this is awesome. I love the idea of actually seeing the products in the real world applications. And again, I'm not expecting perfect weather. So, you know, bring your umbrella and your waiters. It is, you know, Denver in September. I'm I would normally say that's chilly, but you know, right now, anything, anything could happen. It's dry. It should be, should be, but we'll see. <laughs> and finally, uh, our last story comes from Residential Systems. Uh, Shining those forks, Anthony Savona writes about the latest season of a show called The Bear. I'm going to admit up front that I didn't do my homework here. I have not seen the show. I don't, I don't watch things on time. I haven't seen Ted Lasso. I keep getting <laughs> reprimanded for things like that. Like we got to talk, Mitchell. I mean, geez. <laughs> Uh, but more importantly, uh, I mean, I know most of the tropes and tools, uh, you know, about 
any any plot where you're running a restaurant or you're doing a business, uh, you know, you're trying to save the orphanage slash community center type thing. There are parallels to be drawn from one industry to the other. Um, I'll start with you, Mariusz. Um, running an AV business doesn't have the same overlap as a restaurant. I assume there's a lot less health inspectors, but where did those lines sync up in a way that an integrator should be taking notes? I think streamlining processes, right? And, you know, the, the well-run restaurant, it's usually well-run, right? It's, uh, it has a little bit to do with, uh, obviously, great food, but more so with, uh, you know, processes and streaming line and efficiencies, right? That's where really you're going to see a difference between uh, a good restaurant and not so good restaurant. You know, we can have the greatest food, but if you wait 45 minutes for it, so you're not going to like it. Right. So I think the parallel applies to, you know, other businesses as well, where, you know, the same principles are super important. Right. So efficiency, looking, looking back and, you know, adjusting as you go. I think it's super important. Uh, Steve, uh, one of the things that Anthony talks about in the article, it's one scene where this guy is waking up at 530 in the morning to clean forks. And without the context, it sounds like a neat um attention to detail someone is so focused in that but i i feel like sometimes especially maybe as a producer if you get too um nitty-gritty uh with everything you do you start losing any time it gets spirals out of control um so how granular do you really need to be when you're running a business depends on who you're trying to serve and the type of client that you have and a lot of that requires probably adjustment so and it also depends on who you are, you know, as a, as a, an owner, if you are somebody who has a lot of attention to detail, you're going to respect that and, and appreciate that and probably, um, focus on that more versus somebody that doesn't, um, in the end, you know, similar to a restaurant, we're all, we're trying to deliver an experience. I think that that's a big uh, buzzword right now. And I'm sure that that, you know, works in, in all the different markets and a lot of what service providers do. So, um, whereas you can have perfect wiring and you can have everything really meet all the details. If you don't get that last 5% and you can't make it easy and you can't cater to the client's needs and you don't show that you're listening to what the intent of the system is and what their goals are, all of the other things don't really matter. So it, it really is critical that you understand your client, you understand what the, they're asking for, what, what it is that you're intending to do and you deliver it. And, and also you, you, you know what's important to the client. So if being on time and being tidy and, and being very, um, uh, very organized is, is something that they're gonna appreciate, then you focus on that. If they're gonna appreciate a big, whiz bang experience, then that's the other side of it. And there, there's always a, a meeting ground, of course. Yeah. Although I feel like the restaurants, they like their lights to be really dim and moody and stuff. And uh, integrators are probably looking at the lights and going, we could just put like 14 more up there. And actually you can see what you're eating. Not just <laughs> uh, Mitch, to me, the big trope in these kinds of things is the montage. You see it in everything. You bring in your music. You go from a novice to expert in a nice little package time frame. I mean, can you make a montage moment happen? Aside from 
playing the music. That just seems like it'd be sometimes torture for uh, uh, your employees. But how do you measure progress in a way that growth can be me like measurably noticed? Measuring growth. Okay. Well, let's let's first let's look at this from from the the retail side. Retail is details. You've heard and uh, the actual installation, the detail on that is things like wearing the booties on your way into the home on the construction, cleaning up after you strip a wire, uh, which again, I don't, I remember not seeing that happen as often as I, as I would like, uh, bring in the little hand vacs to make sure that when you're done with whatever work you're doing, you're cleaning up and the place looks better than when you got there. So there's that, there's that part really. Um, it's that level of detail that people have an eye on in their homes. And I think that sometimes that gets missed. So we can look at how well the truck is organized. Uh, we can look at how well, how neat the wiring is, but the things that the consumer is going to see in their home, those, those are the details you got to pay real close attention to. That's the cleaning the fork, by the way. And now I forgot your question. It's just, how do you measure it? Um... Client satisfaction, that's what it's all about. I mean, look, I've been in this business a long time. Steve, you know, just as well. Bottom line is you get your business from other customers and, you know, it's got to be that experience. We don't have TripAdvisor or any of these other social sites that are doing uh, ratings on installers, at least not yet, uh, like they do with restaurants. So how are you going to get your next business? It's going to be word of mouth. It's going to be creating your own social networks that way. And most people work on repeat business. So, you know, you, you, one trip oh, yeah. up, you, you, know, you, you spend all your career trying to earn that client's respect and one trip up can mess that up. So it's, it is, it is critical. That's true, Steve. That's most, true. most of the upper clients have multiple homes, right? So it's kind of like a never ending project. We just did this one. Now got one going on in, in Palm beach. And by the way, we just bought a condo in Las Vegas and we got a brownstone in New York. So, you know, this Steve too, it's like, you're right. Mm -hmm. Customer for life. All right. Uh, I think that's going to do it for us. Um, thank you guys so much for joining us. Speaking sort of of montages, uh, Mitch, will the CE Pro All-Stars Band uh, be making their return to Cedia? Ah, uh, nice tie-in. Yeah. You know what? My happy place is definitely on stage playing with my friends and uh, playing instruments with them, playing songs. And actually, this year is going to be the first time I'm singing one myself. Ooh. So you're going to have to come and check it out, right? So yeah, we'll be, we'll be back. I think it's Thursday night. Awesome. How can we find you or Z-Wave Alliance? Mitch at ZWaveAlliance.org. Uh, or I, we don't have a booth this year because our members have taken out their own booths. But I got two sessions. You can look that up on the, uh, uh, on the CDO website. And also, I will be wandering around. So grab me. I'd love to catch up with you. All right. Thank you so much. Mariusz, uh, thank you for joining us. How can we find you or Trident IoT? I mean, immediately at Cydia, I'll be walking the same floors as Mitch. I'm actually doing a session on hospitality and Z-Wave and efficiency. Super cool one. I recommend to attend. And uh, you can find me on LinkedIn or um, at Trident at uh, tridentiot.com. All right. Thank you so much. And Steve, thank you for joining us. Uh, how can we find you either on a show floor or, I don't know, on some sort of talky thing. 
I, I, I like to be in several places. So I, uh, I'll, I'll give you the rundown for, for me personally, you can find me at Steve Greenblatt on social media, my company control concepts at controlconcepts.net. You can find me here at AV nation on a state of control, as we talked about, which is the programming control and automation show with my partner, Rich Fragoza, who's a, a regular guest here on the show. And I will also be attending CD expo and uh, teaching for the first time this year with my team member, Brittany DeCessory. We're going to be doing a professional development session on understanding personality types. And we have a lot of fun with that. It's a great way to learn how to work with other people. That's going to be at fri on Friday at 11 a.m. Uh, so please join us. It's very interactive, a lot of fun, and uh, you're definitely going to learn something from it. And we'll also be walking the show floor and meeting people and networking and uh, getting to to talk about API integrations. So uh, please uh, stop and say hi. We'd love to talk to you. All right. That's great. And also don't forget that uh, Ask the Programmer alongside James King, uh, another one of the show you guys do, you guys just nerding out about all kinds of programming related topics. Thank you. I appreciate that. Yes, that is true. Yep. And uh, if our editor's doing their job correctly, uh, all those links will be on the page. So go check out wherever you guys are at during CDI Expo. Um, for me, I will not be at CDI Expo, but I do know that Tim, uh, Tim Albright of Aviation is going to be running around as an influencer, air quotes. Um, so make sure that you make fun of him for that title uh, and then stop by and say hi if you see him. Um, for me, don't follow me on Twitter or anything. I write about things that aren't the AV industry that you're probably not interested in. Uh, but instead, go to our site, avnation.tv, um, where we have a lot of shows like this one, like AV Week, A State of Control with Steve Greenblatt, uh, the Women in AV podcast, and the new Architect with Brian Heidegerken. Um, all fantastic stuff. When you're there, check out our underwriters. There's, they're the people that get us money and get me paid. So I appreciate that. You know, uh, Rich Fergoza's brother got to eat kind of uh, situation there. Um, so, yes, check us out at avnation.tv. Thank you so much for watching. That is all the time we have for Resi Week.